All right, and good evening, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Senpai Kohai Pot. Po- I'm never, never <laughs> going to get that right. <laughs> you mess up every time. It's the way the vowels go. The vowels are, they're all so different. The Senpai Kohai Podcast. (laughs) I'm Trey. I'm joined by my co-host, Stephen. What's going on, Stephen? Good evening. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. It's hilarious watching you flounder your way through that intro. I I need to, I need to, I'm going to practice it. Every time I wake up, I'm just going to say Senpai Kohai Podcast. Like it, it doesn't even roll off the top. Senpai Kohai podcast. <laughs> you know what the funny thing is, is actually like I feel like the Senpai Kohai podcast definitely fits a little bit better in terms of like a general uh, theme versus our country fried or talking that we originally started with. Um, and I'm I'm definitely like latching on to it. Absolutely, no, it, it fits better. It, the the country fried otaku that could have been more of a cu- cooking show. It could have just been an offshoot of uh, Food Wars, okay. but it, it could have just been like maybe a Colonel Sanders integration. <laughs> maybe that'd have been neat. I uh, it, it's just, it, it definitely gives you a little bit of a tongue twister vibe and uh, things like that. So, absolutely. Speaking oh. of Colonel Sanders, did oh. you play the visual novel from Colonel Sanders? No, all of you have asked me this question. <laughs> like everyone I know has asked me this question because, like, I love visual novels. Mm-hmm. And I definitely have quite a few under my belt, but no, I did not play the uh, the Colonel Sanders visual novel. I, nor did I play the pigeon one or the bird. Oh, Hotful boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I didn't do that one either. Um, primarily because I just. I have a very limited amount of time, so I have to devote myself to visual novels that are worth my time, like Danganronpa. And oh, come on, come on, Danganronpa! Oh, come on! It's, really? it's great. What are you talking about? Why are you talking shit about Danganronpa? I would, I would rather do the pigeon one <laughs> over Danganronpa. Why? Why? Because it's going somewhere pigeon. quickly, and it's like a pigeon. Or birds. Birds are pretty cool. Other than like insane bears and weird jump scares. I don't know. It, but I had such a, a weird time with Rampa. So you're telling me in this discussion that Pigeon Boyfriends is not as bad as weird bears and jump scares. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm standing with that. Why don't you play like a real visual novel like Stein's Gate or Clannad's so you can cry for hours on end? Well, that's that's the thing, though, because pigeons wouldn't hurt me. Pigeon boyfriends don't make you cry. They don't so make you, you need in the middle of the road. You need like a softball kind of visual novel. Yeah, I don't think I've actually finished a visual novel. I've actually started now that I think about it. No, no, you have. Not. You have. Oh, no. Which ones? Are, are you about to call me out I'm on Steam? I'm about to call you out because you actually let me borrow this shit. Oh. You finished this. Oh, I way. did. I did finish AI Insomnium Files. That was, that's still, yeah, that was yeah. really good. And a sequel was just announced. Really? Absolutely, yes. A sequel was just announced to that series. That's exciting. God, that was so good. Yeah. And I didn't even get all the routes. So like I, I should have played it and got another one, but I was good. I had to get on to other things, but man, that was fun. Ah, man. Yeah. I remember you telling me about it quite a bit whenever we, we first started the podcast and, and how highly you talked about it. And I even, I even took it from you for that matter. Like I yeah. had it here in my hand. 
I remember um, you, you broke open my door and you're like, where's the weeb shit? And I was like, how'd you get in my house? And you, uh, <laughs> you punched me and took it. And I was like, wow. Oh my God. Where's all my hentai? You get that? <laughs> hey, whoa. <laughs> Let's not even get there. Boy, because guess what? I got a new figure today, and it is not safe for work. Oh, gee, what is that? This is the the baseball one I sent you the picture of. Oh, I actually got it in the mail. Man, you ordered that so long ago. Well, I mean, with COVID and everything, it tends to happen. But literally, look look at the illustration on that bad boy. Yeah, you can't you can't have that nowhere. <laughs> it has to be shit. in a very specific corner of the house. Yeah, no, in the bathroom, right over the toilet. No, I, I, that's a little bit of a stretch. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's no, 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 no. This is this is a tasteful expression ah. of eroticism, and it should properly be placed within a case, somewhere where no one can see it. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Good I, uh, I like, I, I'll be honest with you. I'm not, I'm not that level of otaku yet. Like, I haven't got to the point where it's like my weebness can be on full display, hentai. The line in the shelves. No, uh, I'm no. not there yet. Um, you know, I've been I've been learning a lot more about the internet lately uh, because I am the senpai here, and I, I I know about Twitter, I know about Instagram, I know about YouTube, but I haven't spent a lot of time on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, recently, I've been watching this channel by this guy named Gigook. I think his name. Uh, I'm gonna butcher the names of anything, but he's a he's a he's an anime uh, kind of. Uh, youtuber and I, I like a lot of his content some of uh, some of the stuff he, he does i'm like oof a little cringy but that's more because you know when you're a youtuber you kind of have to do some pretty outlandish things to get attention yeah really? yeah huh. you gotta and stand I'm, out i'm not i'm not i'm not you know kind of picking at him or anything like that but i, I like a lot of the content that he does for the most part and uh but they are, they are definitely like anime fans that have no problem wearing that weeb badge on their their arms. I uh, yeah. you know like do you know what Itasha is? It, oh the cars, right? That's yeah, the cars. The cars. Yeah. yeah. They are decked out in the full decals of like of anime girls, but there's even some that like have hentai stuff. Have you seen the picture of the one where like the guys like pumping gas and it's basically like a hentai picture and the the gas tank, like the place where you actually put oh, the, no. the oh, gas God. is questionable. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, I haven't seen that. Oh, oh boy. I will send you some photos later because that's what we do. So I had a, uh, I was at a training event for, uh, for my job for a bit. And uh, <laughs> there was a guy there who had a, one of, one of his, one of his pieces of equipment just had, a bunch of waifu stickers on them. And I mean, they were some lewd, lewd stickers. And so I was like, Hey, I pulled them off to the side. I was like, those are cool and all I get it, but you got to take that off here in the professional environment. You can't, you can't have that here. <laughs> that's you can't put that out. That That's for the personal life. Not, not out here in, in the business. <laughs> like, like totally, were, it's, a, it's a shot, a, a freaking like, you know, piece of equipment. Yeah, it, that's what it was. It was, it was a, a god. And I was like, "Come on, man, you can't do that." This you gotta is, admire the property. You gotta admire the boldness. Yeah, God, okay. I want those kind of cojones. I, I could, I couldn't fit those in my shorts. It's just <laughs> you, you, they got to be swollen. Like I just, I just feel like you know, like, uh, like I, 
the thing is, I've never really turned away from that side of the fandom. Honestly, I really haven't. I've never had a problem with it. Um, I'm definitely not a fan of all genres of it, mind mm-hmm. you. Um, but I've never had a problem with that side of the fandom. And I, I got to admire a certain degree of the boldness of more modern fans and things like that. I think it's more readily acceptable uh, in the community for that sort of thing. Like, see, I see, I'm still an older anime fan. And you have to understand, when I, when I was coming up with anime, like, you had no, nobody separated any of that stuff. Like, so, for example, like, if you went to Suncoast Video and you were looking in the anime section, or I guess animated section mm-hmm. at the time, because there was no designation of specifically between Japanese anime or anything like that. Because of that, you would also have things like hentai and etchy series, you know, kind of merchandise with the regular stuff. So, next to Trigun, and then, um, Final Fantasy's OVA and things like that. You have a, something like Dragon Knight. You're like, Dragon Knight sounds awesome. No, yeah, I like that. Yeah, n- no, that was not an okay for oh. everyone show. Oh, oh no. Like, he literally like went out to rescue princesses and then like banged them. Yeah, absolutely. Ooh. Like, no, like this is old school OVA and it wasn't near, it wasn't straight up hentai. It, it alluded to a lot, had some titties in there, um, you know, that sort of thing. Well, it's something we would equate to like Queen's Blade or uh, you know basic etchy shows these days. But it was it was very lewd back in the day. But on the same vein, they had things like uh, what is it, Can uh, Can Bunny, which is actual hentai. That sounds like that. yeah, absolutely. And so so you had everything from like straight up hentai to the etchy to actual series that have great stories and animation. You like that's the thing. Like I remember specifically going to Suncoast video and seeing can can bunny and then cowboy bebop right next to each other and there was no there was no checking ids i could have walked up to the counter with can can bunny and bought hentai that day and i would never know because the boxes never really showed it it wasn't like there was tits on the on the front or tits on the back it was just like hey this is anime uh there might be a little thing in the corner that says for adults only but for the most part they were all in the same zone they were the same price and Merchandise the same way. So, yeah. Like, you were gambling back in the day if you just chose something. So, it's always interesting to me because, you know, like, it was also during that period of time when people would, you know, a lot of parents and a lot of groups were saying, oh, all anime is hentai. Like, all anime is porn. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, so we should make sure this doesn't make it to our shores. We don't want it out in the public. You know, I, we don't want kids to get a hold of this. Because at that time, all cartoons were kids' things. I mean, even Batman the Animated Series, we've talked about it quite a bit. It's actually a a fairly mature take on cartoons, with ear quotations here, because... But the thing is, is, you know, that was definitely still during the period where everybody was like, cover their ears, cover their eyes, let's protect them from all these things. And nowadays, that's not the case. Absolutely not the case. I mean, uh, was it uh, the the Agehau, like t-shirts and hoodies? Have you seen? Oh yeah. There's literally people around our my town, my town, my town, the town you lived in before that wear that. They can't. It, they came into the store that I work at, and I was like, right on. I wouldn't do that, but cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So 
I, I don't know. It's so it's so weird to experience fandom at the different stages as it progressed because it was it's still very puritanical when I started, and it's just progressed to this point where it's like everything is free, like uh, everything is open, and I think that's wild. Like, uh, like, what's your take on it? Like, I'm sorry, I've been talking for a while, so let's let's let you get in. No, it's cool. I, I remember in high school getting like kind of deeper into anime and seeing some of this other wilder stuff and thinking like, Oh man, this must be for like kind of the older people in anime or like the more matured people that have been doing it longer. And then like seeing some more of the, I, I don't, I don't know how you say it. A Hagio, a Hagio. I, it's, it's a G E H A O. So yeah. how, but it's pretty much that hentai face. I don't, I don't know how to say yeah. it. Yeah. I always but, kind of equated to like orgasm face, but like kind of, blown up to a ridiculous degree yeah and so i i I don't know seeing that everywhere and just like if it just kind of made me uncomfortable at first but then you know people are wearing it and it's on stickers everywhere Mm -hmm. and it's just i guess you have to be okay with it because now that if you're into anime you get all kinds of marketing and whatnot and so I don't know. It's it's kind of an adaptation. You you kind of have to accept because you're going to get it. I mean, unless you turn off all your ads and whatever, and you're just that against the the man, the machine, the feds. But the, uh, the the targeted ads, targeted ads, yeah. So you end up getting those. But like down here, or so I'm I'm kind of in the Houston area. Um, we have guys who do the Itasha uh, cars. Uh, they're called Express Skins and Weebstop. I think it's two different uh two different companies and they do a bunch of the decal work and it's super cool seeing their stuff and i had like targeted ads from them or sponsored ads super cool stuff i got a uh, i got stickers from them on my computer just because i was like damn you know really cool shit but i don't know it's it's just neat thinking back like i don't know if i'd want stickers or stuff like that but now like i can appreciate the art because i was just so weary and like I, don't know, I guess prude at first, mm-hmm. but now here I am on the other side of the fence. You know, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, I showed you the figure from earlier mm-hmm. and it's definitely a lot more etchy than I standardly do. Um, I'm, I'm definitely not at the point where I would do full on uh, what they call cast off figures, uh, which are basically, you know, uh, well, like full. Figures. Yeah. Oh. Like, but yeah, it's, Built from a, there's a there's a, the company that I got this figure from SkyTube is one of the many manufacturers of uh, cast off figures and basically hentai figures. You know, there's based on illustrations, um, based on actual hentai, that sort of thing. And you know, the thing is, I don't have a problem with it. Um, I actually like I've viewed hentai. I have definitely some recommendations for hentai. Um, but I, I don't know. It, it, it's kind of a weird thing to experience the fandom as it is. Um, where's the line when we we kind of, you know, accept that this pornographic side is a part of our fandom? Like, because like for instance, like uh, Gigook, the YouTube personality I I was talking about earlier that I started watching and checking out. Yeah. Um, him and like two other guys. I, I think there's the anime man. And there's a, oh like, yeah, anime they, man mm-hmm. like Sea Dog VA. They have a they have a podcast called uh, Trash Chase. Tra- podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trash talk, trash talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's 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 great. It, I think it's a great show. I absolutely adore it. I love the ad. Uh, look, 
you, for me, one of the biggest things is like when I listen to shows, it's like there's a lot of, you know, gushing about a show. And then it's like, like let's be real. This isn't good. Like, I, I think they kind of hit this kind of realistic, like fan level of talk, but they also don't shy away from hentai. They actually literally have an entire hentai episode of their podcast. And, and that's, that's the thing is like, it's like when, when is okay for that fan transition to, to happen? I don't know, but uh, I have no problem with hentai whatsoever. Yeah. I feel like it's definitely kind of getting more in the mainstream too, with a lot of the popular animes, like what was it? Redo of healer is probably wow. the most prominent thing that's kind of crossing that border. Um, yeah. High school of the dead was really hot whenever it came out. A lot of people were gifting that and it kind of made its rounds. Um, mm. And then not to mention all the drama with the interspecies reviewer not long ago. Um, that that's, that's wild to me because redo of healer definitely deals with some darker subjects. than Ishizoku reviewers, like interspecies reviewers, mm-hmm. Interspecies Reviewer was very irreverent and kind of like very like fun, loving approach to a sexual topic. Whereas Redo of Healer is is kind of kind of dark. Like I'm not I'm not saying it doesn't have its place. Like like dark stories have existed for all time. As a matter of fact, when it comes to seinen, dark stories are their bread and butter. Berserk. We're talking vagabond. We are talking things like uh the, the series that I just recently recommended into the Discord. God, what was it? I'm going to look it up real quick because... Oh, here it is. My Dearest Self with Malice Aforethought. That series. That, that sounds series, rough. It is amazing. So let me give you a basic rundown of this. And I, can, and I cannot recommend this enough. It's only about like uh, 58, 59 uh, chapters right now. This kid who seems like an uh, unassuming basic... Uh, kind of loser college student um, is the son of a serial killer, like a prolific serial killer. Like everyone knows their name, all the things they did. And he's grown up with that pain, but he's trying to live his life. And so he basically goes to a party one night with his college uh, student friends and everything. And it shows a party and then he wakes up three days. He wakes up and he has a girlfriend and She's she's in bed with him and she's like half naked and like this amazing thing. Uh, and he's like, oh, this is great. That's awesome. But then somebody reveals it. It's been three days since the end of that party. So there's three days of mystery for him that have disappeared. And he finds things and this kind of like thing starts happening more often. And he starts finding things like uh, severed ears. Whoa. Yeah. A bag full of money. And he has these missing memories. And the the art reminds me of things like uh, Happiness. I don't know if you've ever heard of that series. Mm-hmm. It's a vampire series. It's very much like an visceral character study about vampires and their relationship and immortality and how they kind of, you know, go together. It's a very short series. I recommend it to everybody. The author is fantastic. But it's that same art style, that same kind of vibe going on. And you start to wonder, like, okay, so he's the son of this serial killer. Is he committing serial killings too? Um, is it somebody trying to frame him? Does he have two personalities? Uh, what's happening? And the series is just absolutely balls to wall, constantly 
like hitting you with that kind of stuff. And it is fantastic. I, I can I like, I seriously need to get back into our discord and be like, Hey guys, I posted something. You need to go read it. This is you. You need to stop what you're reading now and read this. Yeah, and uh, so I don't know. Like, and that's the thing is you, you have these like very like kind of like violent, um, sexual kind of like uh, adult themed mangas. So I don't know. I, I think that kind of like brings everything around into the middle ground, so where you can easily blend hentai into it. Like hentai is straight up basically for pornography to a certain degree. And some of it has stories. I'm not, I'm not discounting that. The metamorphosis is always a classic re- uh, reference. Have you heard yeah. of these? The what? Even you know metamorphosis, don't you? Oh, no, I thought you meant the metamorphosis of the story. No, I don't know what you're talking oh, about. No. Oh, that's a... I'll, I'll send you a nuke code later. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. oh, God. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I think I think there I think as you come up as a fan, there there's a definite blend and it kind of you know just becomes a part of the fandom. Um I admire younger people for embracing it and honestly just not being ashamed of it. Have I hit that point? Absolutely not. My doshins are still tightly hidden on my shelves. And uh, you know, I'll get there maybe one day, but not today. Yeah, I keep mine on me at all times. I've heard that. I've heard you never that. know when you're going to need it. It, it. You know, you never know when you are going to need it. You got to have holsters, like, so you can be like, blam, blam, hentai. What'd you say to me? Watch out. <laughs> hentai. <laughs> That's NTR. All right. So, as a, uh, as a segue <laughs> of sorts, speaking of crazy attacks, uh, we're going to get to my segment of, uh, or the new segment. We're going to stop doing the anime openings. Oh, uh, so we're going to switch to anime attacks. And I want you to match which attack goes to which anime. And so I'm going to list off this character's attack and you're going to guess it. And we're going to start off with serious punch. Serious punch. That's it. Serious punch. Sounds like one punch, man. God damn. You're good. Oh, really? That's it. That's it. One punch. man. It sounds like something he would name it, you know? Saitama would be like, in his special moves, he'd be like, punch, serious punch. Like, fast punch. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. So lackadaisical. Um, this next one. Aura, aura, rush. Aura, aura, rush. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. So... This this uh this anime is pretty crazy, off the hinges, bizarre even. I would say there's it's really bizarre. It sounds like Baki. No, it's JoJo's. Oh god, god damn! That, that's that's what the bizarre was. <laughs> um, next up is King Kong Gun. It sounds like One Piece. Damn, you're good. You're good. You got it. Uh, thousand years of pain. Thousand years of pain. That mm-hmm. sounds like Naruto. It is. Uh, my hint was going to be this is normally distributed through the rectum. <laughs> well, remember they had a character attack. literally named Pain in the series. Oh no, not it's not his attack though. This is the one where uh, where Kakashi runs up to Naruto. 
Oh, that's right. Uh, it's a butt invasion. Yeah. Uh, the last one, Getsuga Tensho. This one's normally activated after a Bankai. Oh, that's Bleach. Bleach, yes, sir. All right, man, you got four, four for five, or four for, I don't know how the baseball sayings go, but you got four out of five. You got it. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Is that how it works? I I think so. You get tickets to the next game. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> Buy one, get one free, something like that. Well, uh, I have a game for you, good <gasps> sir. I'm going to I'm going to list some series and you have to guess the decade. Okay. I can do that. I'm a good guesser. You're a good guesser? Normally. Okay. So, I am going to listen to a title and you are going to have to guess what decade it came out in. So, are you doing these off your physical collection? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely off my physical collection. Okay. So the first one would be Martian Successor Nadesico. Can I see the cover or no? Absolutely. One second. Okay. Little does he know I'm going to be able to judge it. He stepped away to go grab him. But I'll be able to use the imagery to judge what decade it's from. Unless it's something like a Rumikun. Or Welcome to Demon School Rumikun, which has like that kind of older 90s style kind of anime style to it so unless it psychs me out but i doubt it although you know dragon ball dragon ball does look like it's from the 80s just some inner dialogue from trey dragon ball z does look like the 90s though at some points but yeah i'm pretty sure mm, no dragon ball z i think was in the 80s dragon ball gt was in the 90s Mm. Just inner dialogue. Man, I'm going to have to fact check myself later. The only thing I know is Dragon Ball Super was 2000, baby. 2010s. All right, here we go. This is definitely going to make it easier for you. That's what I was just saying. Oh, this is this is 90s. All right, let's see here. What's the answer? 1998. Hell yeah. All right, so the next one is, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Ranma one half. half. Um, This one's, ooh, 80s. I'm going to say 80s. Let's see here. (laughs) I don't have my glasses on, so my old ass can't see things very well. Yes, 1989. Too barely, barely made Ooh, it. You got close because that's the first season. The rest of the seasons were in the nineties. Ah, okay. One of those transitional ones. Here we go. What's this next one? Amagi Brilliant Park. Oh, two thousands. <laughs> I had this thing down here. You know, uh, I'd even say two thousand tens. I'll I'll zoom in. No, 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 no. We're gonna go with a. I've never opened this, by the way, so I'm going to open Ooh, it. So we're getting an un- I'm getting an unboxing. You're a getting Monkey's a- Brilliant Park. I don't think yeah. I've ever heard of that one. So it has a, a loose connection to Full Metal Panic with the uh, with the uh, the mascot character. Hmm. With the Fumofu character shows up in this, and I think that's amazing. Um, 
Let's see here. Let's see the actual map. Did y'all hear that crisp opening? That 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 was 2017. So your first one wrong. Not nah, not really. No, your first That's guess was 2000. You can't take that shit back. But it, it's kind of right. 2017. All right, let's try again. This is your next one. Darling oh. in the Franks. 2010s. Of course it is. This is from 2000 and. Good lord, my eyes are. Terrible. I almost want to say 2013. I think that's about right. I know it's. I know it's after 2010. God, you still need to watch that. It's so good. I do need to watch it. Okay, so here's the next one. Like we're really gonna get some weird shit. Genshiken. Oh, Genshiken. I've ah nineties. <laughs> uh, Genshiken. Oh, Zam, it is 2000s. 2000? Wow. Early 2000s, 2004. They needed some more funding for that. That looked outdated. Recovery of an MMO junkie. Ah, ooh. Ah, 2010s. Although I feel almost it's like... It's right on the line, brother. You got 2010. You okay. Go. Barely. That's not too bad. That's not too bad. You got you got you only missed like what two of them? Two, I think. Yeah. Yeah, two. Two out of one, two, three, four, five, six. So you got four out of six. You were a sixty-six percent success rate. That's not passing. <laughs> <laughs> That's not passing in the American grading system. Oh. I'll take it. If there's lower standards, you know, D's get degrees, like I said, I'll take it. So apart from that, I'll go ahead and segue us to the anime we're actually watching. Uh, so I was watching Sunday Without God. I think I talked about it a bit last time. Uh, girl's a grave digger. She goes around the world. Uh, yeah. I'm not watching it anymore. I'm quitting <laughs> it. It's, uh, it's, I, I don't know what, what to expect at this point. You know, it started off so grim and dark and that's what the gripper was for me. But these past three episodes, she has been in a school academy of of a misfits of sorts where everyone has superpowers. Like this one girl can breathe underwater and this other guy can eat rock and shit food or something. And this other, I, I don't know, this other girl, her secret power is that she's blind. And so I don't understand. And I don't, I don't want to understand that it's lost me. It's been like three episodes of them trying to escape the school so that she can go save the world. But I don't I don't even know what she's saving it from. I don't think she knows what she's saving it from because God just only abandoned the world. There's not an evil. There's nothing established. I'm lost. They've been at a school for three of the 12 episodes. <laughs> so I don't know. So I'm I'm quitting it. It's. I'm sure the manga is good for it. I'm sure that actually elaborates a lot more, but I'm not, uh, I'm not digging it, but I'm still watching. If it's for my daughter, I'd fight a demon Lord and that's still okay. So far that it hasn't gotten bad. You, you're grimacing, you're grimacing and it makes I, me so what nervous. Episode are you on? Um, I'm on like seven or eight, I think. Okay. We're moving in the right direction. Yeah. Uh, I can, I can only go up. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Like, like I've I've looked into the original novel series and things like that. Yeah. And the, uh, 
once I'm done with it, I'm gonna look at that bunny drop and see what that is. Oh, oh, uh. I'm gonna, but I'm. I don't want to look at it before I finish the show because if it's bad, I'm gonna quit. <laughs> it, the only reason Bunny Drop is bad is because of the last volume. Oh, Bunny Drop is the manga. Yeah, is the manga of Bunny Drop. There's also an anime. The anime ends appropriately. The manga mm, has some controversial ending. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't get those vibes from this show right now. That's like, great. there was a second where he like bathed his daughter, but it was like a quick bubble bath scene, but it wasn't like weird or inappropriate. Like, because there have been scenes before in other animes where I get uncomfortable and I'm like, ooh, I'm not watching this. No, sir. <laughs> and so like, I'll turn it off and I'm done. I'll go cleanse myself and get an exorcism and I can't. <laughs> I can't handle it. Those two things are very excessively different. Like a cleansing yourself and exorcism is completely different. Very much the same. It's so <laughs> one requires a bunch of herbal essence conditioner and the other one just requires going to a church. It's but if you do it all in the same day, it's the same thing. But <laughs> yeah. Herbal, herbal essence is conditioner got it okay i i know if i need to get rid of any kind of like dirty on my body verbal mm-hmm. essence is conditioner is a way to go Just... it is it opens up all your pores gets all the dirt out and you're good anyway so <laughs> apart from that i've actually uh started reading <laughs> uh shaman king because i am yeah. so much excitement over the anime coming to netflix in august I just got one of the omnibuses of the first three volumes and I'm loving it. Super funny. It is so much funnier than I thought it would be. Oh yeah. And it's, it's cool. Like I, I missed out on it as a kid, but I felt like I would have liked it. Yes. Or at least just the idea. It's, it's so if you like Naruto, if you like Hunter X Hunter, if you like Bleach, if you like One Piece, Shaman King was in that same zone. Yeah. Uh, back in the day, like I, I remember, so I remember <laughs> early internet stuff. Like I, again, I, I went to the uh, internet relay chat channels that you would go to to find fan subs because it wasn't like there was torrents or anything. You had to go to a specific place and get in with the people, and then you could get access to files because people would have to literally like issue you commands, DOS commands. That's how old we're talking um, to send you a file. And that's how I got Shaman King, and it was fan subbed, and it, like I remember watching it. It's, it. It was such an experience. Um, so I have a I have a uh, I have a handle that I go by. So I have Bonsai Bandit, of course. Bonsai Bandit is my main one, mm-hmm. um, but I have another one that's called Roro, and uh, that actually is basically a it, it's inspired by a character on that show called Horo Horo. And he is Horo Horo is an ice based character you have not met. No, yeah, think think nineties extreme, like awesome snowboarding dude, but he's also connected to the like cultural relevance of his land. So he has an ice sprite with him. Okay, I I need you to know that everything you're gonna read about this show 
Like everything in the manga you're gonna experience is just enjoyable. Yeah, it is so awesome. It, it is an experience on its own, and the characters you you don't expect to be a part of it are much very much a part of it. It's just I can't recommend it enough. The the, the hardest part, the crazy thing is, it's so old, and people are finally like, let's do an actual anime for this. But in the same vein, they just now are releasing Higurashi Nonaku Koroni, uh, When They Cry. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. The, if you watch the original series, which I actually have on Blu-ray, some of the animation is... Uh, but the story... God damn, is that... I've heard it's rough. I haven't watched it because I've been waiting on this one to get through. I, I have one of the first couple chapters, I think, on Steam. And I was like, nah, you know what? I'll just watch the anime when that comes out. Because it's supposed about, to be like some really deep, sad shit. Or are horror. you talking about like Higarash? Or are you talking about Umineko? Mm. It's Higarash when they cry. Yeah, okay, cool. So you actually have like the original like visual novel and all that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an intense experience. Um, I, th- I And that's the thing. It's like the newer anime is definitely much better animated. And I'm, I'm curious to see how they handle it from that point on. But it's, it also excites me that, you know, things like Shaman King has gotten a reboot. I mean, Sailor Moon technically got a reboot with Sailor Moon Crystal. Yeah. They just had a movie come out, too. Yeah, they're on Netflix, if I recall mm-hmm. correctly. Yes, sir. They were rated really high. I think they were ranked like number four or something like that. On most watched, yeah. Yeah. It it got up there the, the day it dropped. Sailor Moon gets hyped whenever it happens. Sailor Moon is legit, but and I and I understand. The the crystal version is beautiful and it is amazing in its own way, but I still have a deep seated love for the original nineties version. Yeah. In all of its like cell shaded weird face kind of vibe going on, like she had the weird like kind of like jelly bean eyes, yeah, occasionally. And you know there was all these stories. Like, I think there was one story in there where a guy was really good at UFO catchers, and so the evil, what does that mean? How they, are you good at <laughs> UFO? No, catchers? Okay, okay, so this is an actual thing. There is a UFO catcher queen in Japan. Who is exceptionally good at capturing items at a UFO catcher, and she, she's known to like be able to manipulate it so she can get like two items at once, and like all kinds of things. And we're talking like figures, iPods, oh, like, like the the claw machines. Yeah, claw machine. Yeah, like uh, I sorry, you I, meant I didn't like... know you didn't know that was a UFO catcher in Japan. No, I thought you meant like spaceships. It's like, what does that even mean? <laughs> no, no, UFO catchers are claw machines in Japan. They they have uh they have two claws that kind of come in the middle like that. Yeah. And it, the whole thing is like depending on like how many coins have been put in the machine, kind of like slot machines. Uh, the tension of those arms is a different level. But this this woman is so practiced at it. She's learned how to hook things with that claw. With like, mm. And she can get like all kinds of crazy stuff. I remember reading an article about her a while back, and that's wild. But there was there was a Sailor Moon episode, and this guy, backwards hat, glasses, totally no taku cool guy type, you know, 
And he would he I had like, he basically has almost superhuman abilities to catch things in the UFO catcher. And of course Sailor Jupiter falls in love with him throughout the episode. And of course the demons are like, look, he has power. We must steal it. And so they send their minions after him and everything. You know superheroic natural yeah. girl uh hijinks ensue. But and and I love those weird episodes that are like off like that, like the original manga didn't have that. The original manga stuck to pretty much most of the main story beats, but the '90s version had these episodic, kind of weird, funny Scooby Dooish kind of themes and and moments, and I think they're they're wonderful, and I I wouldn't trade them for the world. And I'm sure Sailor Moon Crystal is fantastic, and I will watch it. I just I love the '90s version. I have all five seasons. Oh, the, all five seasons. <laughs> My wife uh, was watching it for a bit, uh, Sailor Moon. I think the old one, not Crystal. And I just caught a couple episodes with her, and I didn't realize how much of a bitch Sailor Moon was. Like, she was always crying about something. And just every time I saw her just whining and crying. Mm -hmm. And I was like, how is she supposed to save the world? But one thing I really appreciated was that all the sailors, or what? Whatever, the Guardians, whatever they're called. Yeah, Sailor Guardians. Sailor Guardians. They're all relatively unique as characters. Like mm-hmm. Sailor, well, whoever. There was the really loving, caring one. There was the scholar. There was the athletic girl. There was, they're, they're all felt different. And Sailor Mercury, Sailor Jupiter, Sailor Venus, and Sailor Mars, and Sailor Moon. Yeah, when I was when I was watching it, I was like, "Wow, that's that's neat." They all felt different, but I was like, you know, compared to Dragon Ball Z, you know, there's I don't think there was really that much character difference in all that. They they were all just big brutes because really, Tn his personality was having Chaozu, I think, and like Yamcha was just dying, and Krillin was his dependency, but like they didn't have much apart from like small physical flaws that made them depend on the Saiyans. And I was like, that that's cool that they had something like this for the girls, I guess. Ah, man. Like, come on. Dragon Ball Z, like, homogenized their characters at a certain point where it was like, like, come on. Like, playing Dragon Ball Fighters. Yeah. Like, there's enough characters that are, like, very similar. You're like, is there really anything different? No. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on. Now, hang on. Dragon Ball Fighters is very different. Everybody plays different. Fighters. Fighters. <laughs> you got to emphasize that. <laughs> but very different. But, like, it's just early starting out. No one is. No one's very different. And really, going through Super, I'm trying to think about it. No one's very different. It's just Vegeta. Vegeta has an arc. Gohan has an arc. Not in Super, but overall. Those those two guys are fleshed out a little bit. Yeah. But that's it. See, I'm I'm all about the magical girls, which leads me into a discussion about a series that I, I may have mentioned before. Have you ever heard of a series of uh anime called uh Magical Girl Lyrical Nanoha? I don't think so. I need you to understand that this is this is a series that has been around for a long time, and I actually owned a PSP like arena battle game of these characters. So imagine magical girls, but if their weapons fired like world-ending 
like Dragon Ball Z Kamehameha type stuff. That's so, pretty cool. So the first the first season is about like Nanaha and her rival Fate Testarossa, and she. So Nanaha's got this wand, and she shoots these massive blasts out of it, and she knows how to use it and all these things, and there's a story behind it, of course. But we're not getting at that right now. Um, and Fate Testarossa is this other character that plays the, the antagonist in this series, and she has a giant freaking sword made out of magic power. Like, we're talking, like, her full-size body plus some extra. And these two are fighting, and they, they come to an understanding in the end. Then you get to the next season, Nanaha A's. And you get these uh, other characters. There's like a little girl that has like a rocket-powered hammer with a point on it. Mm -hmm. And you get a knight with a sword and shield. And like I think there's a, a magician with a book. But you get these crazy... And the battles are just so Dragon Ball Z-esque. Like, like, do you see it there? Yeah, like, I just looked up Fate Testarossa. Because Testarossa sounded familiar. Magical Girl Lyrical Nanaha. Yeah, and so Fate Testarossa, to me, is one of my favorite characters of all time in the anime. She's just such a great, wonderful character design. I love her weapon. I love her character arc in the series. Um, but more than this, this leads me into something I've wanted to talk about all night. But I'll, I'll hold off until we're done through the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, one sec. So this looks like some action, like Dragon Ball Cardcaptor Sakura. Because that, that's what she looks like. It's Cardcaptor Sakura. Absolutely. Whoa. Okay. Like, mom, oh. I'm gonna find some clips for you, and I'm gonna send them along. Yeah, I'm into that. Because you know what was really cool? What? Or, or so you watched Love Chunibyo and Other Delusions, right? Yeah. You, you saw it. So just those sequences where the Chunibyo was just at its peak, and mm -hmm. the girls were just fighting in that. Chunibyo estate was just incredible. I would love to see something where it's just high fantasy like that. And just that'd be so great. I love that series. I adore that series. But for the, the friend that used to be the uh, the healer type uh, kind of like Chunibyo uh, The one that recovered from Chunibyo? Yeah, the one that's pretending to be like the, the perfect girl in the series. Yeah. Um. I love her because she is terrible and absolutely just just grabs it and holds it. Like yeah. she is a terrible person through the whole fucking series and she's okay with it. She's like, I'm not going back. Uh and But then she has to. Yeah, they, they have absolutely. to keep embracing the Chinubio. Yeah. It's I uh I was going through Verve and they have the movie um Take On Me. And they have another series called Heartthrob, and so I don't know if that was a if that's actually what Part Two is called or not. That's that's the second season. Okay, where they brought in the pink haired girl. Yes. Okay, so yeah, I saw Heartthrob, so I still yeah. only need to see the movie. The movie is fantastic. Um, I just I really like that series, dude. I straight up cried. Oh, uh, at the end of the first season. Oh when, yeah, yeah. When uh, was it Hinamori, the the blonde haired pigtail girl? Mm -hmm. Like he's like, you need to stop, and she's like, I know it's fake, I yeah. know it, but it doesn't matter. And I, who? It it was rough. 
the, oh that my god that it. was when it kicked on its cylinders it was firing hard on all of yeah, it it was absolutely. good god. absolutely that that scene where she's just pouring tears in the freaking ground of the the train tracks like, oh my god yeah Woo. It, it hurt me because like i get that i get i get that position of like sometimes the world's fucking horrible at times yeah. so Living in a little bit of a fantasy is not bad. It's actually the reason why we watch we read comic books, we watch movies, we we yeah. do all these things. Like that's the that's the escape to a certain degree. Yeah. So it's it's kind of refreshing to watch a show like just viscerally put that in front of you. And god damn did they get a great job on that one. So Yeah. Yeah. No, it it's good. I part of me wishes for another season. And part of me I'm appreciative of what I have and I don't want them to ruin it. I, I feel it on that. Like, part of me wants more, but they, after the the first two seasons in the movie, they really kind of like, oh, they capped it. Like they capped it. They capped it at that point. Yeah, I need. I mean, the only thing you're basically asking for at this point is an epilogue. So, Hmm. it is what it is. I'm very happy with the results. Kyoto Animation freaking nailed it on that. Mm -hmm. So I'm happy with that. So. You let go of Sunday as was it Sunday without God? Yeah, we didn't even talk about your animes. Oh God, dude, we just went on a tangent. I know we it, it's a thing we do. This is the entire fucking podcast. On I know you don't watch play. anime, so we can go ahead and skip it. Um, <laughs> we, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I, uh, I checked out. Okay, so one of the things I did this week today um, was I. I checked out the first episode of a couple new series for the summer anime season. So I checked out summer season. Yeah. Funimation already has the first episode of the detective is already dead. That looked good. And it is good. The setup is really solid. The character chemistry is fantastic. And the animation is on point. Mm. I'm really liking what I'm seeing. But I also know what's kind of coming down the pipe with the story, and it's got my chest tight. Like nice. Like it's in the title. It's, it's you may want to see your you may want to see your doctor about asthma. Like I'm like, uh, like yeah. I know I have acid reflux. <laughs> oh, or, or tums. You may want to get a tums. Yeah, I, I got those too. I got them in spades. Okay, so I and the thing is, the initial episode, initial episode of the detective is already dead is an hour long. Yeah, it's a good it's, sign. It's an hour long. It is. It is good. It is worth the time to put. The last in. thing I saw like that was Rising a Shield Hero. Yeah, yeah. Like I think this is going to have the same kind of vibe, like epic vibe to it. Hell so yeah! I'm, I'm I'm pumped for it, especially because of some of the things that are happening in it. And uh, oh, so good! Uh, great character designs, character like voicing, just the whole all around. Really impressed with the first episode. Now, take that with a grain of salt. It is the first episode. Yeah. Now we get on to the other series, which, uh, see, I did one episode from Funimation. I did one episode from Crunchyroll. And the one from Crunchyroll I did was Girlfriend, Girlfriend. Have you heard of this series? I have. And I've saw a lot of mixed reviews about it. Because Crunchyroll would not stop promoting it. They are really counting on this one. Okay, so I'm a big fan of the manga. Like, I read the manga before I read anything else. And the, the thing is, like, do you, have you ever heard of the series Aho Girl? I don't think so. 
Uh, do, have you ever seen, uh, like, I don't know if you ever saw the manga, uh, manga or anime for it. It's this stupid girl who has a, like, clearly has a thing for this, the main guy character, but she's an idiot. And she loves bananas. And, it, like, uh, it's this whole series of just, like, over-the-top kind of slapstick comedy. Uh, where, you know, he's like, uh, it's her again. And she's like, I love you so much. But I also love bananas and like, like just really bizarre stuff like that. Well, it's the same creator in this case as girlfriend, girlfriend. And the premise is this guy, the main guy character, finally has confessed to his to his uh, girlfriend. Like, like she's become his girlfriend. And you mm-hmm. find out that he's confessed to her every week since she was in elementary. And they're in high school now. And she finally accepted and and they they kind of play off this thing where he's like very sincere and he's he has no shame whatsoever. And this other girl decides to confess to him and says she wants to go out with him. And he's like, "But I already have a girlfriend. But I'm also in love with you and attracted to you. The only thing we can do is ask my girlfriend if I can date both of you at the same time." Hell yeah! And that, that's how you handle that. And. And he's so stupid, and the other girl is like, "Okay." And they go, and and then you go, and they they have these this girl, confess like basically like they interact with the the main girlfriend, and it's hilarious because the main girlfriend's like, "Oh, she's so cute. I need to love on her so much." And they they go out and get to know each other, and then he tries to lay this on her, and she's like, "No, fucking no." <laughs> and then the girl jumps in and is like, no, this is a thing we can do. This is the only way this will work. And she's like, no. <laughs> Come on, girl. And, and Love is by monogamy. Come on. And, and he eventually gets her through and they all end up living together in his house. And then it just devolves from there. And I, can, I, I, I don't want to run the series because a lot of what is valuable about it is the momentary kind of uh like kind of reactions and, and things that happen. So if I give away all the jokes, it kind of ruins the episode. Yeah. But the general gist is like this guy has a girlfriend, then he has another girl, so he asks to have another girlfriend. And as you can imagine within series like this, there's multiple girls. So when you see the opening song and there's four girls in there and there's only two in the first episode Wait for the hijinks to ensue. Hell so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think it's a lot of fun. Um, I definitely, definitely, absolutely feel like it is better served as a manga. Mm. I, like, I like the series. I like the animation. I like their attempt at making this. But like a lot of it's kind of like that, like that non-sequitur kind of like deadpan humor. Yeah. That is really suited to manga. Okay. Um, so, you know, I, I'd see middle, middle of the road, middle of the road with girlfriend, girlfriend, mm-hmm. top tier with the detective is already dead. And, and that's just based on first episode impressions. There's so multiple episodes ago. So, um, oh, 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 go ahead. No, no. Ask me a question. Well, I was trying to check my verve while you were going to see what new animes are updated there. Cause I, I wish I would have known it was already summer season. So, so I could start adding stuff to my queue. Um, but I guess I don't really know how to navigate it. Still, I'm pretty new to Verve. 
I'm trying to wean my way off of Funimation because of how shitty the mobile app is. Honestly, oh. it's got really poor user interface for most it's things. It's so bad, isn't it? Yeah, but Verve is great. I love it. It's so easy. I feel like the, I don't know if it's the servers that's the best thing about it, but I can normally watch anime without any kind of interruption. The only thing is that it doesn't have as many dubs. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, I'll make do with there. There are enough dubs for me to work with, but I'm still getting used to finding out. But it's got all the uh, all the exclusives, and that's kind of what I need. Um, yeah. But I saw what was it? I think I was going through Crunchyrolls, and I saw a couple anime I was actually looking for, like So What I'm a Spider or I'm a Spider So What. What was it? They had. Oh, where to go? I think it's called Tropical Rogue. That's Precure Tropical Rouge. Rouge, yeah. And that one's so pretty. Like, I always see snippets on there, and like, everything's colored so bright and pretty. I like seeing that. Magical Girl Precure has been a series that's been around for like decades now. Oh, really? And each season, there's like a new version of it, and it's it's its own thing. It's it's a magic. It is a traditional Magical Girl series hmm. in most cases. And then it's the usual montage of isekais. Yeah, so, hard yeah. pass. But I don't know what to say. I mean, it, it sells. It it does. I where was, I was somewhere where I was talking to a bunch of people about anime. And uh, everyone just kept talking to me about all the isekais. And I was like, guys, there's more. There's more to the world. There's more to anime than isekais. There's Sinran Kagura, guys. Come on. There's (laughs) Sinran Kagura. There's kind of the guy with Jet Girls, baby. I need to watch that. I need to play that. I got it on Steam. You need to play it. It's actually remarkably fun. Yeah. God, I need to do it. Absolutely a blast. Um, It's, I mean, it's not a complex game, mind you. Oh, that's a shame. I've I've been looking for a new racer since I I reached God tier on Mario Kart, what? so I need something new to get good at. And I'm not gonna do a fighting game because I suck. But I think racing is my forte. I think is what it is. Well, that's the thing with fighting games is like uh, you know the rest of us have basically nailed on Guilty Gear. I know, so it's too late for me. I gotta wait for the next fighting game. And it only took a month. Jeez, really? Only took a month for everyone to master it. Oh, games. I don't really have any changes in my games. I'm still playing Third Dragon VFD code anime game JRPG <laughs> 78 for the DS. Um, I got to my second dungeon in that. It's not too bad. It's just a lot of the same stuff. But um, I'm just unlocking more stuff to do in the game. So it's uh, it's pretty cool. It just still plays well. And I'm in the third, second or third chapter for Scarlet Nexus. And that's still a blast. Still loving that. I was going to say, how's that progressing? Like, like, is it challenging or what? Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not as fluid as I would hope. So the challenge is being able to manage what you can with the tool you have, which is just kind of standing there and hoping you do. <laughs> You don't get hit because you you just don't react because like in Dark Souls or in uh or like in Bayonetta, 
and, and stuff like that where you can kind of dodge roll or you activate which time because you do perfect dodges you, you can kind of hit your button and it'll break your combo or it'll be part of your combo and it'll kind of keep things going at least or you just dodge roll out the way but for this one it is not a it's not as fluid so you have to kind of anticipate it and work it in or, or just break yourself away completely but your combo doesn't matter and that's what that's what I have to get used to is that I am just attacking. Yeah. I, I, it sounds interesting. Like I see it at the store and I'm like, and I've seen gameplay and I'm like, I really want to get into it. Um, maybe I'll just steal your copy. When you're done. <laughs> I don't have a physical. It's on steam. I got oh, it on you, steam. You digital bitch. You, I, I got to, I ain't got space for it. I showed you the picture of my desk. <laughs> I ain't got no space you for it. You can see my video games behind me. I, you can see behind me is a crib. <laughs> oh, that's right. You have a baby now. Okay, all physical media is off the table at this point. It, yeah, I've got I got nothing now. So all my stuff's digital. So look, I'm leaning that way too these days. Yeah. There are definitely some things I've picked up on digital recently that are. I just like I owned it. Like, su- uh, was it Super Neptunia RPG? I picked up on Switch. Same yeah. Recently. I also picked up. Uh, I also picked up Moero H Chronicle. How was that? It is a first-person dungeon crawler RPG. I did that see that. It's it's etchy. Ooh, like flavor on its sleeve. I didn't realize it was like that. I got uh. What is it? It's like one with fairy tales and horror stuff in it that was for the Switch or for Nintendo games or N- Nintendo systems. Um, Bloody Mary? No, I don't remember. I got it for the Switch. Yeah. And it was it was cool, but it lost my attention when something else came out. I th- oh, I think Origami King came out, so I prioritized that. <laughs> I uh, This one is... Uh... It's definitely it's about undressing monster girls. So let's just. Ooh. I uh, like. I knew you would basically get extremely excited about that. Ooh. You you fight the legendary monster girls and regular monster girls and undress them at varying points. And then you recruit them afterwards. Absolutely. Hell, that it it's a science. It's almost a science. <laughs> <laughs> um. So for me, video game wise, I. Uh, I'm all about Persona 5. I'm trying to finish that. I'm still... Uh, I'm at size palace at this point. Mm, that's um, right. I'm, I'm working You're on almost done. That. You're almost yeah, done. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not terribly far away from finishing the game. So I'm not super... I'm not stressing myself out. Because after that, I have Fire Emblem Three Kingdom... Or Three Houses. Sorry, Three Houses. Um, I've played a lot of Dynasty Warriors. So the Three Kingdoms thing. Yeah. Um... Man, I think I'm done with three houses. I can't. Did you finish it though? No, no, no. I think I'm checked out. Really? Yeah. You're gonna uh, finish it for the the book club? Oh man, you're gonna guilt me. I'm gonna guilt you. I'm gonna finish Persona Five. I don't have to finish it, but I'm gonna finish it. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. What 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 turned you up? Like what made you go? Like I just don't want to play anymore. I don't even know. I just I looked at it and I, I booted up my Switch and I saw that and I saw Valkyria Chronicles 4 
which I started around the same time. And I was like, this is the strategy game I want to play. See, that's my thing. I don't think you like traditional grid-based strategy games. I don't think I do either. Like, I, you don't you don't like Disgaea? No, I don't. You don't like Fire Emblem in this case, in that, in that sense? Mm-mm. Like, you like the concept of Fire Emblem, but the actual, like, gameplay mechanics of it? Yeah. Like, I, I think I that's like what that, it is. I think that's really what it is. Like, if I gave you Front Mission 3, you'd be like... This concept where I have a tactical RPG based around mechs and a internet-based, like, information kind of conspiracy, you're like, that sounds amazing. But in action, it's not for you. Like, yeah. I mean, that, that's the thing. I, I spent, like, I spent a lot of time on Front Mission 3, which is I think is one of the best games in the world. And uh, it's not for everyone. It's, it's dense. And it is... Requires an immense amount of patience because you also collect parts from other things. So you ha- you only have to hurt them so much, and then you have to capture them in that same level. Can you imagine just doing tactical RPG and then trying to do that on top of it? Absolutely not. Yeah, like it's I just I, I see your face and you're like, mm, yeah, no, no, I I'll just play Pokemon. That's too much. <laughs> so what if you played a Pokemon tactics game? So. There's Mystery Dungeon, and that is tactics to a point. Mm. It's just a lot faster paced. Right. And I don't know if it's just because it's got the dressing I enjoy and love or what, but it, it's, I don't know. I, but the, it's definitely just not the style I like. And like there's SD Gundam Generations Rays or something on Steam. And it goes on sale every once in a while. And I look at it just because Gundam is one of my favorites. But I was going through the reviews and someone on there said, if you like uh, if you like Fire Emblem Three Houses, then this tactical RPG is for you. And instantly I was like, oh, oh, no, let me not. And so I have to I had to be careful. And I think I'm going to watch some gameplay on it. But. I don't know. It, it, it It's just coming to terms. And like, I, I know some games just aren't for me. Like I know farming Sims, that stuff that loses my interest very quick or like kind of life Sims. If it's just anything like that, where I kind of have to wait around or kind of exist in a time, it doesn't keep me. Oh yeah. That, that's understandable. It's not for everybody. I love building things and kind of shaping things in my own fashion. And that is why I excel at those types of games, but more importantly, my girlfriend has been a part of a Facebook group called Stardew Valley After Dark, and she is really Ooh. all of a sudden into Stardew. Apparently, they post like I don't know if you know this. There's Stardew like fan fiction, like erotic fan fiction, and Stardew Valley. Yeah, I, absolutely. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> They're just like they're super. They're Super Nintendo characters. What what are you, what are they doing? I I want you to understand the level of thirst of some ladies out there and some guys. Yeah, uh, I guess. I mean, sometimes I write Donkey Kong Country fanfic, so I don't know. I guess there's I think, something for everybody. To give you an example of some of the dialogue of this fan fiction, like I was actually shown is. Uh, 
was it one of the male characters tells a, a female main character it's like why don't we go ahead and skip the uh beach festival and i'll write a poem for you between your legs with my tongue oh, that's hot <laughs> that's hot <laughs> i think i'm a little damp oh my goodness <laughs> Oh my goodness! I'm so sorry, but it, it, it's fantastic. It's I, I encourage anybody to join that group and just like enjoy what it is. Like yeah. don't join it if you're not a, fan, a Stardew fan or at least you know somebody that like enjoys something it really is. But man, like these people are passionate and and I love it. I love that kind of fandom. Yeah, like, that rabidness is is what I had when I was younger mm-hmm. uh, for anime, and uh, you know, so I I I'm glad that there's a group of people out there doing that sort of thing. So boy, oh boy, I, uh, God, I played too many games. Persona five. Oh, I was working through persona five. Uh, I pretty much I'm playing some Genshin updates. Not that big a deal. Um, I haven't had a lot of time for it. Guilty gear. Guilty gear is where it's at right now. So we have that big gathering at the end of July with the, with the friend group, the, uh, the group chat and there's multiple tournaments happening. And it's, it's funny because we started out like, it seemed like smash was going to be the big deal, but you and I like really hyped everybody up for, for fucking guilty gear. Oh, and yeah. now it seems to be the hottest shit. Like oh, I, yeah. I got out of nowhere. This has become the, uh, the, the shining star of the tournament, this guilty <laughs> gear. It's unexpectedly. So, yeah. So, I don't know. Y'all better be ready. I mean, I'm not going to be ready for Guilty Gear, so that, that's all y'all. <laughs> I, I got no part in that. Oh, yeah. I, I appreciate it for the lore at this point. I, I am lore master of all. Yeah. I will. I can tell y'all about all the characters. And I'll just do you, that to you. Got into you got into the series pretty heavily, didn't you? Like, like, you got the collection or whatever it was? Yeah, I got the Steam collection of like eight games for like $10 when they had that. And I, I keep trying to go through the first one because you have to beat it with Soul. Uh, soul bad guy to unlock the true ending and you fight through all everyone or yeah so you fight the whole tournament and then you have to fight justice the gear to get the true ending but shit it's hard it is intense actually it's it's on the original playstation of course it's hard yeah (laughs) and so i don't i kind of want to work my way through true endings in all the games and you know, I only spent like so many bucks each, so I'm okay with it being like a couple hours of playtime. I'm not, I'm not worried about loss. <laughs> I'll be all right. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. I got other stuff to play to justify those means. I love that it's taken us an hour and ten minutes to get through uh, <laughs> basic conversation, the games we're playing, and the anime we're watching. You're not going to believe this. But this may seem like I just called and bullshitted you for about an hour and 10 minutes. But uh, this is an episode of the Senpai Kohai podcast. Uh, you're being punked right now. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I, definitely, I definitely have like things to talk about. But I, I feel like we're kind of like just having a random conversation kind of night. We keep trailing we, as, as we normally do. Absolutely. We tag along and just we ride, but I think we probably got a good natural stopping point here, and I think we could probably uh, pick up for next time. Get us something, something fresh for next week's episode. Absolutely, and absolutely. I got some great stuff lined up already. I got some notes. 
I like I got something I'm gonna hit you with. Don't touch me. Okay. All right. Well then with that guys, I think that's gonna wrap up our episode. If you have any closing comments, Steven. Uh check out my wild attempts at uh trying out Twitter for the first time in ten years. That's right. We have the picture of the samurai from what is this game? Third Dragon Three. <laughs> Seventh Dragon Code VFD. What? what it's the worst. Well, you're title. It. I'm not even playing it. I know the title. I, it's the worst title in all gaming. But you posted <laughs> the samurai figure and it looks good. So great. So great. Um, but yeah, check that out. Check out our Twitter at Sinco Podcast. At Twitter or at Sinco Podcast. Um, with that, guys, you can check us out on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and... We are on Apple Podcasts, by the way. Oh, good. And Apple Podcasts. God, I hate getting on Apple Podcasts. That's <laughs> such a pain in the ass. But we did it. Zero that's not bad I say that. <laughs> but all right, guys. With that, y'all have a great day, and we'll see y'all later. Have a great night.